Hi guys, welcome back. Hi listeners. Hey Sam. Hi Alana. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, You're back at your place now? Yeah, I'm back with my puppy too. So if you hear squeaking, it's Wally being a menace. Good. Because our last episode was that your family left with your dog. Yeah, my other dog. I I don't really have that many dogs. It's just two of them. But um, <laughs> I he didn't recognize me yesterday when I went to pick him up from my friend's house because they watched him for the weekend. And when I walked in and I've gotten a haircut, but like dogs shouldn't like they're not that picky. They're not like, oh, Sam has a haircut. I don't recognize her. He seriously barked at me and like went to hide behind my friend's legs. But I just have to like, it's so weird though, because um, dogs are, they don't have like object permanence. So when you leave the room, they don't recognize, they understand that you're gone. But then when you're gone, they're not like craving you or missing you. And then when so you come kind of, back. Kind of like us. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like all of us who have ADHD. I'm out of sight, out of mind. We're yeah. So maybe <laughs> dogs, babies, and then those of us with ADHD are, <laughs> you know, all in a similar thought class. <laughs> so today I thought that it would be really good if we talked about ADHD fatigue, getting through low energy days with oh ADHD, gosh. because it's, it's really tough. Yeah. When you told me that this was the topic, I started tearing up a little bit. Like, I can't tell you how much this one thing has derailed my life at times. Yeah. It's like probably the one thing that makes me feel the most guilty and the least like a productive member of society, like not even productive in my day, but like this sense of like, I don't even deserve to be here type of thing, you know? Well, everything is so much harder when we're in that mindset of just like exhaustion, then like our emotions are brought into it and we just feel terrible. Like it it just, yeah, it can derail everything. It's such a challenge. And I don't know how many of our listeners like have a traditional nine to five job versus like something like school or, you know, freelance or between jobs or whatever, but both you and I are now out of the traditional nine to five jobs. Yeah. And I'm like trying to find a job. I equate it to like writing a paper versus studying when you're, you know, when you're done with writing a paper because the paper's finished, but with studying, you know, there's always more that you can be doing. There's always more studying to do. You can always review more. And so I felt like over the past, you know, five or so months that I've been looking for a job, like I'm just never doing enough. There's always more that I could be doing. And I feel especially on those days that I don't have a ton of concentration or energy or even desire to do, you know, the job hunting. I go to bed feeling so like, unfulfilled and in a dark way like kind of pathetic no I yeah totally and what's so challenging about it too is like yeah like you said we're not in that traditional nine to five and I mean there's pros and cons to both like because sometimes I feel like having that thing to just force me out of bed on those days is actually like kind of helpful right like the structure and so I will intentionally do that like you know, just schedule something to get me out of bed, no matter what it is. Yeah, like in the morning to like have a bookmarked start to your day. 
Exactly. That's so but, smart. But it's also not even like I half the time I can't even do that, you know, like, so, <laughs> you know, like it's hard, but that's the thing. So I think what we'll talk about later in this episode is a little bit of different, you know, ideas and, and mindset shifts to kind of help us work through this, but we're all in such different positions as like what our daily expectations look like and everything. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's just super specific well, to each person. And you know, the other thing I've been thinking about so much with like low energy and feeling unfulfilled, like not so much like the low energy portion, but more like how it makes me feel, yeah. which I think is probably where the emotional component of this lies. So like, like you said, later, we'll tackle the, you know, technical aspect of low energy. What can you do to boost yourself out of that, that kind of stuff. But I think you know, you and I, and probably a lot of our listeners, like what really is the tough part about low energy is not so much the low energy part, but it's like the, how do you, how it makes you feel about yourself. Right. And that's like such a slippery slope when I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel like at a loss sometimes to even talk about it because like you feel embarrassed too, you know, it's a slippery slope. Like that's the thing is it can just take one thing. I, I feel like even on those, you know, those days where I do have lower energy, like just one, the smallest thing can just absolutely yeah. throw me off track for the entire rest of the day. And yeah. that's so hard. Like that's, yeah. just, it is ADHD, like dealing with every day, like simply just dealing with the challenges that we're dealing with every single day. It's exhausting. It is. Yeah. It just is exhausting. And Remember like that episode we did about executive function, like how hard our brain is working to do these. I don't even want to call them basic functions, but it is kind of basic functions, but for us, yeah. it's a challenge. And so we have to recognize that like that plays a role in so much of our, just how we deal with things and it's exhausting it's and so it tiring. causes us to get burned out and it's, yeah. So it is. And then like, you know, it's also with someone like me who. I also have a hefty load of depression on the side. You know, I feel a lot of the time that I have to work into overdrive to make sure that my depression doesn't get out of control, you know, because I am susceptible to darker thoughts and, you know, I don't want to ever get to that place. And so when I have these low energy days, it's so funny. My friend Emily calls them low E. She always says, oh, I'm so low E, but these like low running on empty type of days, especially when I've had a day before that I felt really good about myself. Like it's incredibly confusing one. And then two, I feel like I'm working in overdrive to make sure that my emotions don't get out of control. And I don't wind up, you know, in a, in a place that I can't get out of. That brings up such a good point. I think we have, because of, you know, our expectations we put on ourselves and our all this stuff, like we have those days where we do like so much or we push ourselves. You said overdrive, like that's so on point because we are, and maybe we don't feel the negative benefits of that yet. Like that we might have a day where we're going through and we're like pushing through and we're doing so much. And so it makes so much sense that our brains are in overdrive working so freaking hard that at some point we're going to hit a wall. And so it's so interesting. I have the same thing too. Like the days after I have like even a really, really, let's say productive day where I do a lot of stuff. Then the next day I'm like, why can't I think of the most basic things? I can't even, you know, hold a conversation. I can't. And then that's why, like, it makes sense. Like our brains can only handle so much. 
I also feel like I struggle to find like low energy in a very practical sense. Like I struggle to do self-care and to do my work and my homework and stuff. But I also like struggle to feel happy emotion too, you know, like feel fulfilled and at peace with myself. And on low energy days, it almost feels like everything else that I don't like goes into hyperdrive, like my anxiety, my depression, my um, intrusive thoughts. I don't understand why those also can't be low energy. I know <laughs> that's so true. Like, can those take a day off? Yeah, no, obviously. That's not. how I feel about my anxiety. I'm like, it'd be really nice if the anxiety could tone it down today, <laughs> you know, yeah. while I'm yeah. a little bit toned down. Can that be low not. energy as well? <laughs> and you know what else? I mean, it's like I try so hard to like work in self-care and take days off and stuff. But when I have low energy days, it makes me feel like I don't deserve a day off because. I like essentially inadvertently took one because I wasn't working that hard, you know? That's the thing, like, like I was saying about our brains just working so hard, we often feel like we, you know, we don't give ourselves the breaks that we deserve or that we need because maybe we're focused on like what we didn't do or whatever. But it's like, that's even more reason why we need the break, yeah. you know? Because our brains are just working so hard. And also what you said about, you know, like those are the days where, you know, obviously like showing up on social media when you're having a low energy day. But for me, someone who does like work on social media and stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm sure people who just have to like kind of put themselves out there for work in a different way, like struggle with this too. But like, I can't bring myself to do it on those days. Yeah. Like those are the days where I, I'm feeling extra just you know, self-esteem issues, just everything. And the thought of either seeing myself on camera sounds just terrible or all that stuff. Like it's, it's so loaded. I can't even like, I was thinking about this as you were saying that, like I've never had, I've always been in a client facing ish job, but yeah. it's always been like tangential. So like I can choose, I'm going to, I I have a client meeting on Wednesday, you know, but that's like my only, so I can design my schedule to be like that, you know, but huh. I can't even imagine. That's why I literally have not posted on Instagram since 2019. 2019. We post, okay. Like, cause same with my personal account, like, you know, yeah. we're not, we're not posters. Like we don't, I don't know. It's weird. Like, obviously it's so weird for me too, because I post so much on like my. Yeah. ADHD which is probably why you're not a huge poster on your personal, but oh. it's funny the way that like, low energy and not having focus like manifests in your life. And then yeah. so often I feel on those days that my eating is out of control. My like sleeping, my, my drinking water, my going outside. And it sucks because even then my dog suffers because pro I'm probably not taking them on a walk when I should, or, you know, I don't know. I just, you know, it's hard to feel like, and I think a lot of our listeners will relate to this too. I mean, you and I don't have kids, but I can't really imagine what it's like when someone else is relying on you. Like it adds a whole nother layer of anxiety and boost pressure. Yeah, absolutely. And just even just showing up for the people around us that, you know, is yeah. tough on those days. And oh God, I can't tell you how many plans I've canceled. Never feel guilty about canceling plans. I was talking I went home. So I was home this weekend, obviously, as we've said, like eight times. And I went to a wedding on Saturday 
And it was with um, some of my friends from another job that I had. And one of my friends just did a through hike from Mexico to Canada, like straight. So it took him like what, four months, five months, something like that, something crazy. And um, we were talking about it and he was like, I was in a really dark place before I started that hike. It was my first bout of depression. You know, it lasted a couple of months. It was something that I had never experienced before. And since coming through the other side, you know, and weaving it into the fabric of my life, I'm so much nicer to my friends when they don't answer my text messages because oh. I didn't answer. I couldn't answer my text messages for like three months. Just and that like, mutual understanding. Yeah. And that's the like, thing that you always, we always talk about this. That's the thing that goes first for me is my communication. Yeah. Um, the, it's so funny because some of the, you know, different things I was going to mention, like we've kind of touched on a few different ways. The first yeah. thing being like asking yourself, how can I better meet my basic needs today? Literally like you're your right. Basic is, needs. Like, and how can I better meet it? Not like perfectly meet all my basic needs, yeah. right? Like that, like we're trying to be realistic here. And obviously these are the days where it's going to be harder to, you know, make a good nutritious meal to get yeah. eight hours of sleep, to get up, shower, you know, look nice, look all that stuff. Yeah. Ask yourself, what can we do to better meet that? Because I think we want to think of it as like a hierarchy of needs, right? We totally. can't expect ourselves to, you know, show up for work or to show up for the people around us if those basic needs aren't even met. And it's so tough. I think like for me, something that's helped me is I, and I, I don't like to anticipate having bad days, but I also recognize I'm trying to be realistic. So it's yeah. like what we were talking about was habit building. You just have to be realistic about what you can and can't do. And the thing that's helped me so much is picking out snacks and meals that require very little thinking so to, to help me through those days when I need them. So like for me, I really like cheat, like low fat cheese sticks. I keep those around the house, apples and peanut butter. Um, and then I always have like something in the freezer. So right now it's chili. I have frozen chili. So that all I have to do is defrost it because it's not like I'm waiting around with bated breath to have these days of like, I, I can't, I feel like I'm barely surviving. But when they do happen, because I know that they will, eating is something that stresses me out a lot. And at least I know that there's, you know, I don't have to sit down and cook a, cook a big, you know, complicated meal. Right. Having those like quick options, same thing goes for also frozen veggies for that exact yeah. reason, because we do need to get some of these nutrients in, in order to just feel a little bit more like able to function. Right. Yeah. And like, let's be, yeah, it's just, we're not going to always, we're actually likely never, I'm never going to meal prep on one of those low energy days. Ever. Nothing like that's just not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to go to the grocery store and, you know, and I think that this, I always remember this with my mom, like she was always in charge, not always, but she was more than likely cooking dinner. And you know, she has two kids and a husband that are sitting there waiting like, hey, what's for dinner? And I never thought to myself, mom probably doesn't want to cook dinner tonight. And she always did. You know, it was never anything like big or complicated, but she always like provided for us. So like thinking about that, like now as an adult, in retrospect, it's like so unfathomable that I never asked her like, do you really feel like cooking dinner tonight? Do you need help? <laughs> right. No, I know. 
But it is important to like, because the first, the mind, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but I do want to preface this by saying this. This is just in my very limited research, but I'm so interested in the mind gut connection, you know? And the one, I think the one most important thing next to sleep is food and nutrition. So like that includes water. So if you can work in a healthy meal, at least you've had a healthy meal. Right. Or even just a meal, like just just a meal. meal. Yeah. Just just eat, just drink some water. You know, I mean, that's what people say about making their bed every day. They make their bed because at least I've made my bed. I'm on the camp of like, most of the time I make my bed, but sometimes I don't make my bed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, What else do you have? Like, are there any other things that we can do to like stop the cycle? So like we were talking about those intentions, like we just want to also, you said, be realistic and be flexible. Like, and what I mean by that is like flexible with our expectations of like, maybe everything we planned while we were laying in bed the night before. And we're like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, this tomorrow. It's okay to adjust. And I understand that sometimes there are external, like, you know, external just people or jobs or whatever it is that are relying on us. So this is where we want to be really intentional, like identify a couple things, one thing that you want to make progress on progress on and kind of make that be the intention. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, say, okay, I'm going to get this done today. Tell yourself, I'm going to make a little bit of progress on this. You know, we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves into feeling like we have to do the most. Yeah. And I just want to say, like, if you do have, I understand, as Alana said, there are responsibilities that we can't, you know, exit from, but if you have like social plans that you just, you can't do, be honest, be honest with the people in your life because you deserve at least an iota of respect from the people that you love. And I guarantee you that the only time I've ever gotten in trouble is when I've lied, when I've tried to lie my way out of plans is when people get their feelings hurt. Every time I've said, I just can't, you know, I'm not having a very good day. I'm having, I always say I'm having a really bad mental health day. Every person is so kind and understanding. And again, this is for social stuff with my friends and my family, not so much jobs and bosses and kids and responsibilities. But I do think that honesty with the people in your life is going to be one of your greatest assets. So true. And I love that you said that because part of it is like, we can't take away everything off of our to-do or our schedule or our to-do list. So we want to be intentional of the things that are getting our energy. And sometimes you're right, like that the social thing is the thing that's going to go so that we can do other things that we just have to do. So that you can take five seconds and breathe. Right, yeah. Sometimes I just don't feel like putting on jeans. It's as simple as that. I just don't want to put on jeans. It's just not a jeans day. Just not a, just not a, Pants with a button type of day. Right. Yep. (laughs) Seriously. And we say this so often in every episode, try and make mental notes of the things that drain your energy. And then you'll know what drains your energy. No one can go into this blind, you know? Totally. And we want to strengthen those muscles. Yeah. The only thing, the only way we do that is by, you know, trying and repeating it and practice. It gets, you know, a little bit easier. That was so true. And again, Alana always says this, and I think it's such a good tip, you know, utilize the people in your life, you know, that you love and trust, be honest with them. Even if you don't have plans with them today, I'll text Alana when I'm feeling overwhelmed and be like, can you help me figure out what on this list 
you know, this is so funny because you're inside my brain. Like everything you're saying is like the next, like the next next thing thing I have is connect with someone, just connect. Well, you always, that's, you don't always use this tip, but I can feel when it's a good topic and I know that tip is coming. (laughs) Right. And like, I think connecting with someone is is so much easier said than done because a lot of us, when we're struggling, we withdraw and don't want to connect with the people around us. This is something I'm working on myself is like, even when I don't feel like chatting or don't feel like FaceTiming, like that's kind of the times I need to be like, Hey, maybe you need this even more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even last night for us, and I just want all of our listeners to know Alana and I do have a business relationship, but we also are very close in real life, you know? So like when I say that I text Alana, like I really do, you know, last night she was texting me all of this really incredible stuff that, you know, she was thinking about for the podcast and her business. And I just wasn't being responsive. I wasn't there. And she texted me. She's like, are you okay? And it was just that little nudge of like, are you okay? That made me realize like my communication towards her wasn't clear and I wasn't okay. I wasn't in a place where I could have a conversation, let alone be excited and, you know, strategically think about the things that we needed to. And she was so, so gentle with me and was like, I was like, I'm actually having a panic attack. I don't feel good. I'm just going to, it was eight o'clock. I was like, I'm going to try and eat something and then go to bed by nine. And she was like, that's a fantastic idea. I love you. Let's talk in the morning. You know, it's like people will surprise you so often. And like with that too, I was thinking like, what can, what boundaries can we set? You know, and part of the thing I was thinking about is like maybe sticking to like some of the business stuff over email to kind of separate as opposed to- That's a really good idea. Yeah, because like I want, you know, most importantly is our like our friendship, you know? And I don't want to convolute the two. This is so funny. This is, you guys are seeing us work through these issues in real time. Like, you know, I always, we always tell this to each other. Sometimes when like our pods, or the episodes don't go as smoothly as what we think. We're like, oh, you know, we should have been better, but we should not have an ADHD podcast if we don't also <laughs> struggle with this stuff. So like compartmentalizing yeah. your communication to like more serious business stuff maybe needs to go through this avenue and something else right. needs to go through this. Because you know? then we're able to kind of, you're able to set, or we're both setting that expectation of like, okay, if I'm going into my email, I'm in this mindset where I'm able to receive what yeah. we're going to talk about, you know? Um, I think one mindset thing I want to leave off on is, and this is just a little bit of a mindset shift, but I like using this, like asking myself, think about me waking up right, when I'm all right. That, whoa, that, that was a lot of words. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> that was a lot of words. I'm not <laughs> trying to say, but we're here with you. We're here. Okay. So on those days where it's really hard to just do anything, something that I like to do is say, I think about my future self waking up the next morning. What Mm -hmm. is one thing that if I do today will make me feel a little bit better waking up the next morning? And that like just one thing and me and that be so different depending on the day, depending on what capacity we have to handle. Yeah. But I do think that's so true. Like for me and training for this marathon, if I can just, if I literally don't do anything and just stare at a wall for the entire day, if I can do whatever is on my training plan, then I'll feel okay. And I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier, which is like, just try and pick and choose the things like you're not going to be able to do everything. You're not, 
So if you can pick and choose one or two things that you'll feel proud of, you know, then it might be a little bit easier on you the next day because low energy days, the day after does feel a little bit like a hangover sometimes. So that's so true. Even like the, like we were talking about those days when we go into overdrive, then the yeah. next morning we're like, it, it's kind of done to be like that. What I've noticed too is on my low energy days, I am on TikTok like 200% more. So I try really hard to be mindful of that as well. True. You know, even Just if rolling. that's not... Yeah. And it's not even to say, don't use technology. I'll try and watch TV instead. Like that's what I'm saying. And I think that's what Alana is saying too, is like, no one is expecting you to like, be like, I'm having a low energy day that, and I don't want to scroll on TikTok. So I'm going to get out and, you know, run and be in the park and blah, blah, blah. And if like, that's what helps you then do that. But that for me, not scrolling on TikTok is not, you know, a direct equivalent to not watching TV. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, I think the underlying message shocker is some self-compassion like <laughs> honestly what a surprise ending <laughs> I really just threw through everyone for a loop there no we talk about that every single episode which is so important so yeah remember just to be kind to yourself support yourself because if we're sitting there being hard on ourselves and making ourselves feel guilty that just makes this really tough thing even more challenging yeah I think this was, um, this was a really good conversation. I'm glad that we did this topic. I think we're both super impacted by it. And I think a lot of people would relate and, um, yeah, if you guys, you know, want to chat more about these, definitely let us know and we'll do another episode on it. I think that also like we focus so much on emotional impact of this. Um, so if you guys want more like concrete things to help, you know, boost you out. We can do that too. You know, we just, our main goal is to make sure that you guys feel seen and understood and heard. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. And we love you guys. I feel like (laughs) we love you guys. Emotional. No, definitely. This was a little bit of a, you know, deeper episode, but seriously, be nice to yourself and love you. And I hope that you guys have an awesome week. Yeah, have a great week. Don't forget to categorize your wins and we'll talk next week. Sounds great. Bye.